welcome to the TLC Truth Love Creativity Show. I'm Robin DeGroote, and I want to talk about a video series that I just watched this last week, and I purchased uh, the hard copy as well as the other package that came after. And that is, it's a series called Vaccines Revealed. It's very fascinating. A lot of work went into it. I can see many of the interviews over many years, some of them from 2014 and before, as well as more currently, and some inaugural presentations of documentaries or short films or generally full-length films. And they're all amazingly well done. And the main thing I want to say to anyone who's interested is that I am purchasing the follow-up package, which is the detoxing after either injury or issues after vaccines or general toxicity in your environment and sometimes even amalgam fillings, things like that. So I want to be a bit of an information source. If there's anyone who actually notices any issues with their children or with their adult selves or their friends and they don't know what's quite going on, but they do know something is different and it's not good. So then some of these ideas about detox are very exciting to me. And part of it, I've had my own issues when I was young. I did have uh, hearing loss, hearing problems, depressurizing problems. So my pressure in my ears and the inner ear would not change properly when I would lay down. So it just was all very hard time for my mother. And I had extreme congestion in my throat, ear, nose and throat basically. So. I had a lot of uh, a nasal drip. I always had a runny nose. I could not handle cow's milk, could not handle eggs, lots of different things. Until much later in my life, first of all, there was much that we did with diet. My mom went straight into this, even as a registered nurse. There was not a lot she was finding as solutions. So she found many different avenues with particular diet. She was just trying different things, removing some things, and seeing what worked better for us. So that was actually quite amazing that she did this already in the 70s. And I'm ever grateful for her eternal and completely tireless search for further health for me. And I want to be an advocate for anyone who doesn't seem to be getting any answers and they're finding that health is not uh, becoming of their families and their friends and they would like to find some other resources that they can get into. So I have bought that package which uh, has information and then different things you can purchase or take. And one of the speakers in the videos was uh, Dan Pompa, and he has the Cellular Detox program, which to me is very exciting because it has uh, the ability to detox from the cells, especially in the brain. And that's where some of these issues take place. 
especially when with vaccines, because these are inert viruses, they're no longer alive because that causes even more problems as with the oral polio. Um, these are now, they have to be attenuated, but they also need to be, they need to be added to an adjuvant. So the adjuvant is the irritant on the system so that your body will mount a response to these antigens. And the adjuvants are often extreme to the system and they can cross the blood-brain barrier or allow different things to cross the blood-brain barrier. So this is where some problems lie and where problems can come down the road and it does not happen for everyone. It does not happen in major amounts because everyone has different levels of susceptibility. So your susceptibility is a whole other myriad of conditions and some of it's even through your birth, whatever your parents had going on with them, your environment, there's a lot that plays into this. And I'm actually grateful for Bruce Lipton for all of his research in anything to do with epidemia, uh, with uh, epigenetics. So uh, this is just all a fascinating world of everything that can happen based on our environment and what we can do in relation to that. So the other thing I've been taking is Zeolite. It's a little spray bottle and this is a, I don't know if it's actually a metal, but it's a, it's going to have these negative ion particles that will attract positive ions of metal in your body. So this is part of a detox as well. And what I noticed was in the beginning, I was actually having some detox, I mean, uh, decaf coffee out of the Nespresso pods. And I thought this was fun and it's all great. And I was doing it for a few months. And then I started to take the zeolite. And I started to have vertigo in bed. So if I were laying down and I was turning to the other side, then I would have vertigo. And this is inner ear. And I have a history of inner ear problems, as I described. So what I do believe is that the aluminum pods that the Nespresso are housed in, especially when the heat goes through aluminum, this is when it amplifies its uh, expression and it kind of wears off into the, the liquid and into your system. And me continuing to take in some of this aluminum as well as trying to detox aluminum, I think there became this conflict because at first I didn't have too many problems, but this builds up over time and then I actually was not having an easy time to fall asleep at night early enough, which is pretty rare for me actually, but this has been a whole new thing. And usually I take a look at what am I eating, what am I drinking, what am I being near, what's outside, like all these different things. What am I wearing? What am I washing with? Um, there's so many things that I'm used to looking at in my life because lifestyle has always affected me. Um, 
detergents, everything has always affected me, especially my skin is quite sensitive and I have learned to work with things that are quite pure in my life. So if you are very interested, if you are slightly interested, if you're curious, uh, give me a message and you can connect with me on any of my channels. I'm on YouTube and I'm on BitChute now. In case this video gets flagged just because of the subject matter, then I am starting to be on BitChute, which is a less uh, censored platform. So if you have any questions, you can always email me. I have my website, Robin M. Robin at Robin M. DeGroote is the email on my website. And you can go directly to Robin M. at Robin M. DeGroote.com. And that is my website, robinmdgroup.com. And most of my channels of regular social media are on my website, so you can get the links from there. But you can also email me directly. You could text me from my phone number, but I also do not answer the calls right away because there is a lot of marketing spam. So that's the story. And I would consider a watch party if that would be helpful for anyone in any way that we could make it work out. Because the nine videos, and there's a 10th bonus one, of all of this information and all of these interviews with many experts over time in this field are on the first part of the program. So if you can actually get to Vaccines Revealed, and if you want to buy any of it, download it or hard copy today, I think is the last day of the extension of watching them for free. And if you can't watch them all because there's over nine hours and they have just, there's not that much time left in the day, but you can also get it for half price until the end of today, I think, Eastern time. So that is a really great uh, offer. And I did get the on the downloaded offer, except I did get a flash drive. So I have these if people want to watch them. And then I've also bought the hard copy of the detox program after. So part of the reason why I've gotten more energized and back into this um, discussion and uh, effort to figure some things out is partly because I do not live in California anymore, but my son and daughter still do. And my son is still in the school system. My daughter graduated, she's pretty much exited, exited with like unscathed, but my son was definitely subject to whatever new laws came in, SB 277, which took away any exemptions, any personal belief exemptions, anything. And you can possibly get medical exemptions, but it's very difficult. The doctors can only write so many and then they may be, their jeopardy, their license is in jeopardy. So, I'm still part of this fight to make sure that two, SB 277 doesn't go to other states that much. I know New York is also pretty strict. And 
now my son is into the second year university and he did what he had to do for the first year university which is usually when the um, schedule has to be updated or you have to check it out and he did not have too many issues later in life because I really avoided a lot of them partly because his first day of life he was taken out of my sight and vaccinated with the hep B and I absolutely was furious and violated my rights and all the things that I would have wanted but this happened to him and he had the same hearing problems that I did. By the time he was two and a half, he was not hearing properly. He did not say words right. And we had to get his tubes in his eardrum so that he could drain the water properly. The pressure, I'm not sure if it was quite as bad as mine, but he also only had that one. And then I really did all kinds of avoidance and as much detox as I could. He also had a lot of problems with somewhat of an ADHD, but more like hyperactivity. So he was just, he would get angry really quickly. And a lot of things he worked through until he was at least five or six years old. Um, many great teachers who helped him to calm himself when situations were just frustrating and to not hurt himself or anyone else. And and I really appreciate all the teachers, especially in the Montessori system. And then when he was in the public school, he had some really awesome teachers as well, starting with his kindergarten teacher. And there's always this possibility that this is a certain part of one's nature, which I understand and I agree with. But I do believe that the frustration element and the not be a being able to uh, calm and make things not as extreme does get exacerbated with some of these toxic elements. And the hep B that he did have on the first day of life, not even within the, I mean, it was less than two hours, not even 12 hours away. And it definitely had thimerosal in it, which is 50% mercury by volume as a preservative. And this is a preservative simply to lower the cost instead of having single batches, which are all things that, yes, are against my personal belief. I do not believe these things are, have any place in the body and especially infants and first day of life. So some of those things are coming back now where I've spent a lot of his life and my children's lives being as clean eating as possible and yes we had some fun and we had our breaches and we'd have popcorn at the theater and all those things we weren't extreme in the way that they could not live a normal life but they know what food is not great for them and they know what food is good for them so that I'm very happy about. Now I'm feeling the hostage level again because this year due to COVID, it's mandatory flu shots in the UC system made by an executive order from the president of the UC school system, I'm assuming. It's an executive order. 
So it's a mandate. I'm still trying to challenge them on that because this is not his first year of entry into a new school level, which is what the usual process was once SB 277 was made. And also he has uh, not even started in-person school and he will not until who knows when. The first quarter is not in-person. So I would like to know when the definite in-person classes start. I would like to know what the possibilities are to not get this. I do know that the Cochrane Review, the most impartial scientific study journals show that the flu shot has from zero to maybe 13 to 16% efficacy, if you can even tag on to that strain of the flu. Many times if someone gets the flu, or what they think is the flu, it's not actually the flu. So having this shot to me is partly why I do believe some will be weaker and more susceptible to the other strains of virus and bacteria that will happen in the winter. So I am in this fight. I am still plugging along. I'm hoping to help other parents to figure some things out. And if there's no getting around it and he has to get it and they go in person and whatever happens, happens, then I pray, pray that nothing really extreme happens to him. And, and that means neurologically because he's an extremely smart young man and he's very healthy. And I want to keep it that way. And the other thing is I have all this education now for detox and I will begin that process immediately if he has to get it. So there is a major problem with the violation of our personal choice rights happening right now. The US is one of the worst places for this because most countries have a right to refuse still. And the US does not have a nationwide federal mandate, which I'm really glad. And I'm actually going to always elect someone who does not mandate something federally. However, state by state, they have their choices, which is as per the constitution, but certain states are overstepping their powers. And California is absolutely one of them. And so is New York. So I am not sure about there's other states that are doing this as well. I know New Jersey is requiring school systems to do this flu shot. The narrative that's out there about the efficacy is not true. So you need to read the journal, the Cochrane Review, and you need to read all of the studies that they have analyzed and their findings, which show that there is no actual efficacy for the flu vaccine. So it is something to look at. Keep thinking critically. Please use government. Please don't bash anyone else. I have no interest in telling people what to do. I am trying to figure out my own son's health and trying to keep my own health going. 
this is what it's always about. And I do not believe in toxicity. And I do not believe in simply looking for a medical remedy when there's a lot that we can do with nature and with our body that is already what we've been designed to heal from, to grow from, and to get stronger from. I'm also an energy worker, I'm a hypnotherapist, I'm a massage therapist, and I have an MRI training technologist uh, certificate. So I have quite a bit of information and knowledge about anatomy and physiology. And I do read these studies. I follow people who read the studies. I follow people who actually read studies because I do not take any kind of newscaster's word for anything. And anyone who's a conflict of interest, you must follow the money. Anyone who has a patent on something in a pharmaceutical uh, business, then I do not follow their, take their word for anything either. Because that is a conflict of interest and it's, it's a bias by nature. So you must look at impartial studies. And that's why I like the Cochrane Review. So please, everyone, do those things. If you like this video, share it around. Let's see if it can stay up. Um, if it gets pulled, if it gets fact-checked, understandable. This is the world we live in. And I hope on the podcast, if anyone finds this information useful, drop me a line, give me a comment, and let's see if I can help you in some way. And I'm very passionate about helping parents and whether or not it's to make a decision to find ways around draconian laws or to try to heal and do detox if there are injuries already. And even if it's just, as people say, just skin conditions, which often are autoimmune. I've had eczema most of my life, and it's a lot better now that I'm older. And part of it is not because I grew out of it, because I did a lot of work to get these things to subside and get to the bottom of it by going internally, not using a medication externally or an uh, immunosuppressant, because when your immune system is saying something's wrong, then I believe we need to look into it. And one of the big casualties of so much toxicity is actually autoimmune disorders. So this includes lupus, MS, arthritis, uh, uh, eczema, not just eczema, but uh, psoriasis. And many of these things it's the immune system that's being over-activated. And there's a whole backlash to that. So I'm imploring people to come back to nature, to come back to simplicity, read things from Sayer G. I really found him to be an amazing speaker on this, uh, on this series. And there are so many great speakers and so many amazing experts and doctors and lawyers and researchers who have been investigating the CDC for a really long time. So 
I just hope that this movement continues. It doesn't get completely shut down before we have a lost generation. And the word that I cannot say that starts with an A, there is a possibility that one in two children will have this condition by 2032. If we continue on the same trajectory with 72 vaccines on the schedule until a child is 18, but it's already, I think it's 50 before the child is out of middle school. So these things are extreme. There's a lot of boosters and the effects of the adjuvants may have been tested, which I do not believe they've truly been tested against a saline placebo or a population that's not been vaccinated. That test has never been done. And the test about the cumulative effects of all of these continuous added boosters and vaccines themselves, that test has not been done. And the tests about whether or not doing several shots in one visit, how that how these different interactions occur, those tests have not been done. So the safety studies that would actually test the effects of cumulative effects and all of these things, they really have not been done. If you want to look into that further, I'm a part of the I Can Decide network. It's icandecide.org. It was started by Del Big Tree. It is a nonprofit body that keeps uh, looking for and fighting for proper safety studies, for proper safety data, and suing when these things are not being done. And right now in the COVID era, and right now with the big race to the vaccine, these, these placebo studies, first of all, were not going to be saline until the ICANN network stepped in. And they were fighting that the placebo side had to be saline and not the adjuvants or the flu shot or something else, which they're saying is it's not the COVID vaccines, so it's a placebo. That, that, that doesn't work like that. You can't say something that is as toxic the adjuvants, which could cause problems, is a placebo because that doesn't actually show that there's no reaction on one side. There could be reaction on both sides in that case. So please uh, do your research or follow people who you absolutely trust and you're starting to hear things that you, your interest is piqued and you're feeling like uh, your intuition tells you these people are doing something that is impartial and they're actually trying to get to the bottom of something. I would follow those people and continue to look and see what is under the surface. And there's many people I'm following right now and really liking what they're doing. One of the speakers and videographers on Facebook, he talked about 
he read the book, uh, How to Lie with Statistics, just to show how easy it is to lie with statistics. So uh, this is something that I hope people are understanding that what they're just seeing at face value is only a tiny fraction of a possible scenario. And it is getting harder to see different sides of different uh, conversations. So that's why Parler and MeWe and BitChute and Gab and Brighteon and some of these other platforms are coming up now because there is a lot of censorship on the big ones. And it's still, they're still good because they reach a lot of people and I'm still grateful for social media because there's another peer-to-peer -peer audience and I do want to have a channel that can reach people. But if it's not uh, allowing all voices to be heard, then I think we have a problem. And I'm just grateful for the ones that snuck in and I was able to see them and even get turned on to some of these other platforms before it was even hard to see them. So, so far I'm more of a small channel and, and that's all fine. I hope that I reach who I need to reach. And if you subscribe or send me subscribers my way, that's always helpful for the YouTube channel and also for the podcast. And it just helps me in general. When you, if you wanna sign up with my email list, I basically don't send emails right now because I am overwhelmed and inundated with other people's emails. But when I do start at some point, because it may be difficult to communicate on social platforms, then I would probably do one monthly and that can incorporate many things that I'm learning about and want to share and it wouldn't be an overwhelming type of email. So right now my email list is robin at robinmdgroot and I've made a more secure email in Proton, Proton Mail, which is robinm at robinmdgroot and that they both get to me and I will see about moving them over to all be on the Proton Mail at some point. I don't want to lose connection when things are important. And I do believe we will have a pretty contentious November. <laughs> so I just want to be able to stay in touch and have people reach out to me if they need to. Okay, have an awesome day, everyone. You can connect with me if you're looking for a reading. If you just want to chat and uh, book something simple, and I can always do online, I can do the hypnotherapy, and I can also do card readings and runes, and some of those things can be done online. Other things are more in person, but give me a shout. Have a great day.